0: Hello, everybody. This is Joseph P. Farrell with news and views from the Nefarium early in the morning on Thursday, June 18th, 2020. Probably a short news and views today, but definitely not insignificant. Uh, a little house cleaning first. Uh, there is no vid chat tomorrow. That will be the following Friday, a week from tomorrow. So there's no vid chat, but. That doesn't stop you from getting your questions in. The next vid chat a week from tomorrow will be the one at uh, 2 p.m. in the afternoon, uh, U.S. Central Time, for all of you folks that are members in Africa and Europe. Anyway, there's some interesting news. And I'm wondering if China is not turning into its own worst enemy and the most problematical member of the so-called BRICS organization, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Um, China is usually considered to be kind of the glue holding that organization together, and I'm wondering if we're watching all of that begin to collapse. Now, I said a way back that this Wuhan, Fauci, Lieber, Bail, Gates, virus, hysteria story was in part being used to break that up and to isolate China, and it looks like it could be happening. Uh, I've, I've thought all along that this is a means for Mr. Globaloni to put China's Silk Road project on hold and accomplish a bunch of other geopolitical goals. Well, we're watching two things happen right now that I think contribute to that idea, and that First one is China has just announced that there may be a second uh, closure of certain parts of China because of another outbreak of the lieber fauci Bale Gates virus in China. And then we saw just this last week something we haven't seen in some time, and that's a sharp exchange of fire between Chinese and Indian troops on the border between India and China. And um, the Chinese response to this, I'm a little puzzled by it because normally it's bluster. Uh, this time they're acting rather peculiar. And I think uh, there's the normal bluster, of course, but they're acting rather peculiar. And I'm wondering just how well or poorly the People's Liberation Army actually performed in that exchange. Um, in any case, there's another development, and this one is very interesting to me. And I'm going to be talking about two articles, one published on January 13th, 2020. I have talked about this before, but I have not realized the extent of what's going on. I'm going to also be referencing an article that was published December 24th, Christmas Eve day in 2019. But the first article, I want you to listen to this. This is very, very interesting to me. The first article is by Seth Robson at the Stars and Stripes uh, newspaper. This is the January 13th, 2020. And I want you to listen to this very carefully because there is a huge development lurking behind the scenes. Quote, Subic Bay in the Philippines was once home to thousands of U.S. sailors and their families before the Navy vacated its bases there in 1992. In fact, it was one of the largest U.S. Navy bases in the world. But listen to this. Japan will help the Philippines redevelop the former U.S. naval base at Subic Bay, Japan's Ministry of Foreign Affairs has announced. Philippines Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez and Japanese Minister for Foreign Affairs Toshimitsu Motegi confirmed the plans after they met in Manila on Thursday. The pair agreed to cooperate. Uh-oh. Oh, <coughs> pardon me. As you notice, I'm not smoking today and my sinuses are (laughs) going crazy. Anyway, let me try that again. Philippine Secretary, Foreign Finance Secretary, pardon me, Carlos Dominguez, and Japanese Minister for Foreign Affairs, Toshimitsu Motegi, confirmed the plans after they met in Manila on Thursday. (laughs) Pardon me. The pair agreed to cooperate in, quote, drawing up a master plan which would bring out potential for economic development in the Subic Bay area, according to a Japanese government statement. Subic Bay was home once home to thousands of U.S. sailors and their families before the Navy vacated its bases there in 1992. It's still a regular port of call for U.S. warships and for Marines who practice beach landings in nearby Zambalas province. The shipyard's owner, Hanjin Philippines, declared bankruptcy in two thousand nineteen, owing nine hundred million to South Korean creditors. A pair of Chinese firms subsequently expressed an interest in buying the facility speaking uh, pardon me sparking some alarm in some quarters. I'm terribly sorry about this sinus. Meanwhile, the Japan International Cooperation Agency will develop. The Subic Bay Plan, pardon me, which uh, which aims to develop knowledge-based industries, log- logistics terminals, public utilities, and roads to grow the local economy. Meanwhile, China has financed a 987 million, 44-mile freight line connecting Subic Bay to Clark Freeport on land once occupied by the U.S. Air Forces Clark. Airbase. Now, let me turn very briefly to another article, the one that came out right at the tail end of 2019. And I want to point out in this article the first two paragraphs. The government of the Philippines has tapped the Japan International Cooperation Agency, or JICA. For the formulation of a master plan, which aims to boost the economic potential of Subic Bay and its surrounding areas, the finance department said Thursday, pardon me, Tuesday, under a memorandum of cooperation, Japan signified its commitment to provide the technical support to the administration In the formulation of a regional development master plan designed to maximize the economic potential of Subic Bay, a former U.S. naval base and its periphery, the Department of Finance said in a statement. And then this statement was additionally signed by the Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and the President of the Philippines, Rodrigo Duterte. So what do we have? This is very interesting to me. We have a U.S. naval base being reopened. But two, Japan is providing the financing, drawing up the master plan, and developing the surrounding area and the infrastructure. So, folks, I'm betting you that Japan is also developing this as its own military base. In other words, I think what we're seeing now is Subic Bay is not only being revitalized and revived, but the Philippines has taken Chinese money, obviously, to help develop the infrastructure to support it, but now Japan's in there. So China basically is being given the short end of the stick, and you're, you're watching the reopening of a major naval base in the South China Sea, and Japan has the major financial stake in it. And what does that tell you? To me, folks, I've been saying all along that watch this game that Japan is playing because they're playing a very, very calculated game. They are on the one hand stepping up and acting like they are going to be with the United States as the arbiters of Pacific region security. But as the American economic empire and military empire decline this means that japan's role becomes greater and watch also what they're doing with russia renegotiating those islands creating those free trade zones on those disputed islands and simply tabling all of the all of the leftover diplomatic deratus from world war ii and russia by the same token needs japan as a counterbalance to china so in other words china if you read this article, these two articles carefully, China is being very carefully isolated, but it's not the United States leading the charge. This is the significant development here. This is the Philippines and Japan doing it more or less independently. And they're saying, yeah, we'll help you Americans reopen this naval base. But the financing and everything else is Japan. Now, watch what that's going to do. This gives Japan, which has been wanting American bases in Japan, particularly at Okinawa, closed. This gives them some leverage to exercise by saying, okay, look, we've supported an American naval base in the Philippines. We want this one in Okinawa, which is considerably further away from the scene of the action in the South China Sea. We want that one closed. So I think Japan, look at the long Long-term game that Japan is playing here and watch with the troubles between China and India. I Suspect very strongly that in the next few months you're going to see some sort of Shinzo Abe Prime Minister Modi get-together either in Japan or India or some sort of joint communication just watch China is fumbling about right now and becoming their own worst enemy and setting up their own isolation. And uh, I, I fully expect Japan is going to do some more things, very quietly, of course, as they've been doing them for the past few years, under the radar, and you get, you get signs of it in odd little news stories like this. Uh, I'm fully expecting they're going to pull off something with India as well in the next few months. So there we go, folks. That's it for today's news and views. I'm sorry about my sinus sniffles, but we'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, and God bless everybody.